I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight. For my monster from his slab began to rise, and to my sudden surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash. He did the mash. The mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. The mash. It was a card on a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. Oh. Wow. And there goes our monetization. Welcome everybody <laughs> to the We Sell Not Dirt you had podcast. It, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you'd be surprised, fucker. Um, How do you have? Wait, what? Uh, that is. Don't a, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't Anyways. worry about it. Um, <laughs> so, welcome to the We Sell Dirt podcast, which is our Halloween special. So, in light of Halloween. We, of course, at least me and Randall here, are in costume. Um, Since mine's a little more explicit, it doesn't take a genius to figure out what I am. You're Cuba, right? Yeah. Randall. (laughs) Uh, Randall, tell us what you are. uh, I'm a hobo. I'm I'm homeless. Uh, You can see my gloves. Uh, If we're lucky, I might go fingerless at some point and just chop the fingers off. But uh, I'll be honest with you. This is a very hot outfit to have on right now. Um, it's trending with I got, you millennials. I, <laughs> I look less like a hobo and more like a, a mountain skier, but whatever. I thought you called, for a second, I thought you called yourself a homo hobo. No. And I thought that couldn't be right. Okay, so I'm not crazy. No, I'm, right. just a, I'm just a hobo. Okay. By the way, on today's podcast, we have a very special guest. Sinister Sheep from the Sinister and Sheep podcast. You might also know him Sheep as... Sheep Friends podcast. You, yes. might al- you might also know him as JJ. We've mentioned him a few times on our podcast. Yeah. And of course, as always, your hosts, Pietro Fernandez. That is me. And below me is my delicious, wonderful co-host, my executive host, cool. Randall well, Candy. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And today is a very special episode of the We Sell Dirt podcast because this is a two-parter, two-platform episode Halloween extravaganza. It's called right? a collab. It's called a collab. So, <laughs> so we'll be starting off. We'll be starting off with our podcast. And if you want to yeah. continue listening to other spooky Halloween shit, part hit two. up JJ's podcast for part it's on two. My but you don't have to watch. You don't have to watch like them in order. If you want to watch JJ's first, go ahead. If you want to watch ours first, go ahead. It doesn't you matter. If you want to watch ours and only ours, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just don't even don't visit watch my fucking JJ's. channel. Just don't, don't watch JJ's. It's fine. You, you just shit. completely ruined what a collab is supposed to do in 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 the first <laughs> ten minutes what? of this podcast. He's supposed to sponsor me. Yeah, no. sure. Go ahead. Watch this fucking. <laughs> We're going on your thing Go for clout, yeah, watch, bitch. watch your stupid shit. I don't care. <laughs> watch this motherfucking shit. Okay. So, Hell yeah, bro. for this one, I decided since it's Halloween, it's spooky season, um, we are going to talk about horror stories. Spooky, scary. Spooky, spooky. So, <laughs> so, um,. I enlisted my crew here to find the spookiest, scariest stories and uh, that they could find. And um, I don't know. I who- didn't do that. I just found regular <laughs> stories. <laughs> he found regular scary just stories. regular spooky stories. Um, so, 
before we oh, go God. on privileged white people so <laughs> that's really scary privileged that's america scary. that's me with the hat <laughs> so yo i hate fucking rich people <laughs> all they want is my fucking past. money i hate yeah i know you got something bigger than a 10 put it in the fucking hat <laughs> <laughs> i know you got so you got I think in there. I think we should start on our horror stuff, and then we'll get into to 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 lighten the mood at the end. We'll go on to Randy's uh, funny stuff. So JJ, how about we start off with you? You said you had a couple, but we'll do one at a time. You go, and then I go, and then you'll go. All right. Do you want to hear a popular uh, popular uh, Connecticut urban legend, or do you want? Something I found on Reddit. <laughs> Let me hear something spicy. Give you something spicy? Uh, yeah, I yeah, say... Whatever, whatever's the spiciest. Alright, well, there's one that's more detailed, but the other one's not so much. The, the This one I found on Reddit. So I'm really into, like, urban tales and shit yeah, is like there any that. soup in them? What? They got soup in them. Yeah, they got soup in them. I Want some soup? Um, yeah. So this one was called The Limping Woman. And basically, it tells the story of so. There was this woman, and she, uh, she used to be a school teacher or whatever, like back in the fifties. And one day on her walk home, this is in a, like a small town. One day on her walk home, essentially, she gets pursued by this. <laughs> she gets pursued by this dude, and then she's like. Okay. I just realized that. And there's a war going outside my window. Jesus Christ. Hinges on Jack being able to tell a concise, compelling story. (laughs) So stupid. I thought he was going to be reading off something. Oh, was I supposed to read it? It's It's up to you. I don't give a shit. Apparently, Randall gives a shit. Just just read a spooky story and tell it. Uh, I was like, okay. Keep going, keep going. She's limps. Right, she goes so to like a middle school or something. Right, right, right. No, she's a teacher of elementary school. So after school, uh, she's walking from home, and there, she has this pursuer. And the pursuer essentially kills her, right? So there's this urban legend that in that same spot where she was killed on the side of the road, like, she comes and haunts you. The way she does this is that um, if you try to outrun her, then she'll just kill you. Um, and if you turn around to look at her, then she kills you also. So what you have to do is you have to just stay there, stand still, and... And let her suck your dick. And, yes, and let her <laughs> suck, suck, suck your fucking suck shmeat, your giant <laughs> dick. Yo, she fucking lays What does she do to you? Down. What does she do? What, she just fucking, like, touch it? Like, what the fuck? She yeah, like, she, she just... I, I mean, the, the story on Reddit was kept it kind of vague. It was just like, oh, she'll get you, or something like that, but she'll get you I'm, I'm assuming she kills you uh, the w- reason why she's called the limping lady is because while she was trying to run away f- from the pursuer like her ankle just snapped or whatever so like when oh, dumb bitch. when you heels. hear her coming you hear like uh, her dragging her feet essentially or dragging just her wet slapping leg. noises <laughs> she's just fucking flicking the beat <laughs> just the most disgusting shit you could think of so like I guess uh, the writer of the Reddit post tried this out, and um, he was like, "Oh, it happened to me, it, but I came out alive." So the thing you're supposed to say is, "I have to be home before uh, mother worries," because 
she was a school teacher and that's I guess what she heard after school every day or something like that I don't really know that was that was the first one I mean it's, it's a little spooky I, I I think it's a neat concept if you were to make it into like a short film literally all you need is to just gorilla style just on the side of the road and just have a limping woman Peter that that should have been your project I need more people with me Randall to do that oh my bad no, you could just do all the parts. Randall, yeah. you don't know what goes... <laughs> you don't know what yeah, goes do into a parts. film set. <laughs> Bro, no, this one you could easily do. do all the parts. This, this one you, you could, could do with, do with max like one group, other person. Minimum group, like, five to six people. It's a real like easy. One other person, real easy, but... Um, yeah. yeah, but that I, would require I me to neat. find a second person. And, uh... I'm not very sociable. Um, so, wonderful story, JJ. I will be Thanks. shitting myself tonight. I will no longer be able to sleep. Thank I'm glad you. I told that unchronologically and fucked up. And fuck you. <laughs> I really hate that I'm on camera. I don't like being on camera. <laughs> like, I, I, hate I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my face. <laughs> Sorry, JJ. <laughs> Sorry that we're a couple of cute boys who want to show yeah, our exactly. faces on camera. Yeah, exactly. And you're showing your ugly-ass alt-right friend with this fucking new haircut, right? Right, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. And to be fair, I see a, you. a large portion of our, our listeners are audio only, so most of them won't have to look at you. Beautiful. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank Christ! Oh thank my God! Fucking... Ooh. <laughs> so, to jump off of that story... Pardon me, I don't get a lot of sleep, and I uh, yawn a lot. So, Damn. this one show me what that mouth is. This one happened a few years ago. This happened 2017. It is the story of the Watcher. This is a real cri- criminal case where a new family, new family, uh, moved into an apartment, moved into a house, in a new neighborhood, and they started receiving letters from a person called. The Watcher. So I'm going to read a little bit of the article that has it, kind of giving some examples of what these people are like and where they're living, and I'll also read you some of the letters that this Watcher wrote. So, one night on June 2014, Derek Brodus had just finished an evening of painting at his new home in Westfield, New Jersey, when he went outside to check the mail. Now, Derek and his wife, Wait, what? Maria, he went out to check... What? At what time? I would say, like, you know, maybe, like, 5 o'clock. You know, typically mail comes okay. between, like... All right. Well, just got to get these details through. I thought it was, I was picturing it being late at night. He goes, well, time to go get the mail. <laughs> He's like, hey, it's 12 midnight. o'clock. It's midnight. Uh, Finally, check right. out that mail. <laughs> I wonder if my package mail. came in. So Derek and his day. wife, they Maria, they both just finally closed on a six-room house on 657 Boulevard three days earlier. And we're doing some renovations around the house before moving in. So there wasn't much in the mail except a few bills and a white card-shaped envelope. It was addressed in thick, clunky handwriting to the new Dick. owner. And the typed note inside began warmly. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me 
to welcome you to the neighborhood. Kind of innocent note, right? Nothing spooky, right. nothing creepy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to kind of like give some... to bring a casserole. Were there, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. white stains on the note? No, just a, just a regular oh, okay. old right. well, note. And, and, you know, just to give some context of the two, of the, of the Brodus family... Uh, Maria was raised in this town. This is her hometown. She's lived there for years before marrying Derek. And Derek grew up in Maine and worked as an insurance company, worked in an insurance company to eventually become the vice president of it, which is really cool, which allowed him to... Yeah, these are the type of people that don't look at me when I'm on the street. Yeah, they fucking hate people like you, Randall. Um, (laughs) They they spit at you. They they look at you like gross because they live in their $1.3 million house. And all, um, all those rooms, and they ain't got one for little old Randy. And uh, they just celebrated Derek's birthday. He turned forty. Congratulations, Derek! At least in two thousand fourteen. <laughs> and uh, they had three kids. They had three wonderful okay. little children. So Derek kept the note. He was like, ah, you know, whatever. But like, <laughs> but like, it was weird. And and the note continued. The note continued saying. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard had been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 20s, and my father watched it in the 60s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Now, it's kind of fucking weird. Um, that is weird. And eventually... He's just so casual. He's like, my my poppy did it before me, and his poppy before man, him. See, you will see. We just, we, man, I we just watch. No. And it gets, Wait for the second coming and all. Yeah, it, they, it, it's... it's Freaky. It's weird because he goes on to name the exact model of the Brodus's car. He goes on to also write who was working there the night of on the houses. And he was also able to to figure out the ages of all three of the Brodus family children correctly. Mm. He wrote... I see you. You already. I see already that you have flooded 657 Boulevard with contractors so that you can destroy the house as it's supposed to be. Tisk tisk tisk. Bad move. You don't want to make 657 Boulevard unhappy. Man likes his adjectives. <laughs> he oh, writes. No, no. He writes about the children. You have children. I have seen them. So far, I think there are three that I can count. And he wrote, hopefully, he, he wrote asking, maybe more on the way. He wrote, do you need me to fill the house with the young blood? Did you, do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. <laughs> so, so this man keeps <laughs> these notes, and not once does it occur this, to him. Maybe I should call the police. 
Is this the first note? Is this dude's coming out strong? He goes straight from like, oh, welcome to the neighborhood. You know, this is a cool house. It's got a lot of history behind it. By the way, I will be luring your children out <laughs> into the street. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've ever owned, uh, owned an apartment or a home, but that comes pretty standard, Randall. Yeah, there's always a creepy dude yeah. that's just trying to lure your children. Yeah. So I oh. think this is all in one note. Um, wow, that's a long-ass note. Um, but he does give multiple notes. And so two weeks later, another another note arrived. And it talks about it talks about the kids again. And it's really weird. He writes, It's been years and years since the young blood ruled the house, the hallways of the house. Have you found all the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement? Or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. What the fuck? <laughs> By the way, listen, I am in listen. the basement. He's just stating some interesting facts that the homeowner should know. Like, if they're upstairs, I'm not going to hear them scream. So, By the way, you're out of Cheez-Its. I ate the last <laughs> one. <laughs> Sorry about that. I owe My you. Bad. One box of Cheez-Its. <laughs> and so eventually, the parents, the Brodus parents, stopped bringing their kids there. And another third letter came in. And the writer, the, the watcher wrote, Where have you gone to? 657 Boulevard is missing you. So apparently they stopped showing up to the house. So the watcher right. wrote that as, letter as one should. Yeah, yeah. The watcher. I, I, started I would to, say good call. Good call. To write that letter. <laughs> He's like, no, come back. <laughs> no, I missed you. Why did you leave? <laughs> we were gonna have so much fun. I can't watch if you're not there. Come on. <laughs> That's how I get off. Fuck. Damn it. <laughs> oh, they avoided my very simple thing. It was just, if they're not there, I can't watch them. Fuck. That's That's my thing. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Here's how he wrote his last letter. Violet winds and bitter cold. To the vile and spiteful Derek and his wench of a wife, Maria. Whoa. Maybe a car accident. Yo, fuck you and fuck your bitch. <laughs> Maybe a car accident. <laughs> that's one step away. Maybe that's one step away from Harlot, my guy. When? <laughs> Maybe an accident. Maybe a fire. Maybe something as simple as mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you fi- makes you fall ill day after day after day after day. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved one suddenly die. Planes and cars and bicycle crashes. Bones breaking. That's his final letter. He fucking pretty much says, fuck you guys for leaving the house. You ruined my days. So there's obviously the neighbors, um, which is a good suspect. There's there's the conspiracy theory tinfoil hat um, um, conspiracy where it's the town going against them. Yeah, my right. favorite of all of the suspects is the Brodus family themselves. Ooh, hmm. spooky. Oh, so why? Like so selling what? out, like, um, oh, what's the one famous house? The one famous haunted house that the Warrens went to. Oh, come on. Hills? No. 
It'll come to me, God. Yeah. Okay. So, ha- so what's the logic there? It's like, mm, let me buy this really expensive house and then just shatter its property value. <laughs> so see, that's the thing. There, there. Derek was probably, and based off of police records and his records on his bills, he may have um, not been able to afford the house. Um, he may have had to put in a lot of loans, so he couldn't really afford the house. He just got, you know, he's high off of his luck. You know, he got the the promotion at his job. He's senior vice president at an insurance firm. It's his birthday. He's living a good life. His wife's probably smoking hot. He's got three adorable children. You know, so like got a hot wife that he nuts in, <laughs> constantly producing a lot of young wow. blood, and um. You know, so there's because it's funny because once these stories got popular, the story got popular. It was no surprise that Netflix, Hulu, HBO, all of these broadcasting companies wanted to buy the story, like make a show out of it. Okay, I got mm-hmm. you. I got you. So because it it often happens where people have weird shit happen in their lives. And people buy the rights to tell that story. So he was hoping... They're thinking... Investigators were thinking that... They could make a shit ton of cash to pay off the debts that Derek owes for owning the house. Uh, and It just hmm. seems like a stretch to me. And it's, it's, it's definitely that because the... Because while... Well, I mean, Netflix has the... Uh, Haunting a Hill House series, and now they Netflix just came out with does it. own the rights to this story. By the way, they did so secure the rights to it. So they'll probably make it a haunting of um, what the fuck? Yeah, haunting of something, um, or they just might make a really shitty fucking yeah, movie, like three um, with it. Uh, but that's the story. I think it's fucking weird that I think like. It's- definitely like like going from a like it's it's a cool campfire story but like you know if you actually imagine actually living that and getting those letters bro that would yeah like move to a different state (laughs) like it's funny because the family the family that lived prior to them the woods Mm -hmm. um they received a letter in the mail but they kept it hidden from the Brodises because if they showed the Brodises they were getting creepy-ass letters, the Brodises wouldn't have bought the house. So the Woods were like, yo, don't hold them <laughs> don't the fucking watch. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty much like, let's not show that's them the That's scummy, watcher. but that's also a good move on their part. <laughs> yeah, so like, the Brodises sued the Woods for not disclosing this information because you have to disclose weird... You have to disclose that kind of information, like if people died in the house, weird yeah. shit. If like, if there's a stalker associated right. with the yeah, house, yeah, yeah, because that's what happened the to the Brodises. Normal stuff. The Brodises were trying to sell this house, but they had to disclose that, like, that, like, by the way, there's weird some creepy fucking guy watching this house, <laughs> yeah. and he might call your children young blood, which I think is the coolest way to call a child. Yeah, what's up, young blood? Hey, yo, I mean, up, Wolfenstein took that. Yeah, so. what's up? <laughs> Here. And, um... Yeah, I mean... 
I probably didn't do a fantastic job. No, you did a better job than I Telling the story, but um, it's very abridged. I highly recommend if you're interested in watching more, learning more about The Watcher. I I typically get my creepy shit from BuzzFeed's Unsolved series. Mm. It is surprisingly really, like, it's really fucking good. Um, So I highly suggest watching that and some other ones. I kind of had some other creepy stories that I wanted to tell, but I thought this one was the better one. Um, Like, there's a creepy unsolved murder of um, of a little girl. And it's really sad and depressing. Um, and just some other creepy-ass shit. Like a family going missing. Like an entire family just gone. Or an entire family in Australia where they all... Like the parents, like... They all had like a mass hallucination. So, Australia like, is a scary place to live. Because those motherfucking spiders are like... Like the size of a fucking thick. dog. They thick fucking <laughs> spiders. Yo, those spiders got like, fucking Have you seen that video trucks, of, like, baby. this dude just goes into the house, or goes into one of his rooms, he turns on a light, and there's just a fucking massive spider on on the wall with, like, all little spi- spiders crawling around it? Ugh. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's don't my story. Don't live in Australia. That's, yeah, that's don't, the conclusion. Yeah, don't. Don't. Australia's nasty. <laughs> live in take the United home. States, where the if people are nasty. If you anything away from this podcast, do not live in Australia. Or, or keep living in the good old U.S. of A. Like, live in me. Believe yes. in me. Live, live in you? Inside of Peter. Yeah, I'm the United States. Please live in me. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, because right. you're we, Cuba. Do we want to do a little cool-down funny story for people? Yeah, let's, so do yeah. Cool let's do a cool-down. Let's do a cool-down. All right, so I got uh, a little article off of r slash Entitled Parents. Uh, and this one is titled, uh, My Brother is an Entitled Piece of Shit. I like it. Okay. 10 out of 10. Um, So the article goes, So today I was chilling playing Skyrim, and my brother (laughs) walks in and says that I'm an incel. (laughs) Right on. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just vibing playing Skyrim, right? And my brother walks in and says that I'm an incel, and... (laughs) And I say, no, I'm not, because I have an actual life. And then he says how I've been jerk, how I'm being a jerk, uh, when he was on the. Oh, this is such poorly written, but basically he was on the one that walked in here and called me an incel. Uh, I said, you were the one that walked in here and decided to pick a fight. Uh, you're being the ass. This is just some dude just ranting about some shit that happened 20 <laughs> yeah, minutes I was just ago. About I to say, like, is, like, is this, he got this. Is the whole post just them going back and forth? Like, no, you're an like, asshole. No, no you're, you're a dick. A dick. <laughs> um, he started screaming, causing everyone in the house to be an asshole to me. I kept on saying that I did not do anything. They said, no, you picked a fight, and your brother fucking looked at me <laughs> and smiled and ran. <laughs> And ran away saying that I made him upset. Jesus Christ, my family then said that I should be better fucking. be a better fucking brother and. He wrote this locked me in my room now. (laughs) Now I'm writing this on the internet. Well, that's my story. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) 10 out of 10. So, so basically, sorry. So, here's what happened. This dude's chilling, playing Skyrim, right? His brother comes in and goes, ear. (laughs) 
you're a dork. And he goes, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're a dork. And then the brother goes, no, you're a fucking dork. And the parents go, hey. Knock <laughs> <laughs> it off. And brother goes, yo, he's being a fucking dick. And like, no, I'm not. <laughs> And wow. then the parents are like, just go to your fucking room. Jesus Christ. Goes, uh, I'm going to go tell Reddit. <laughs> I'm going to go tell Reddit. <laughs> I was totally fucking up the game in Skyrim, right? And it all I was totally <laughs> fucking that dragon. And my brother <laughs> comes and calls me an incel. Now, I am, but you don't have to bring that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, women, disgusting. <laughs> oh, Why my. won't they just have sex with me? Oh yeah! By the way, I kill all the women characters in Skyrim, but that—that's not has nothing to do with me being an incel. All the, all the women characters Yo. in Skyrim reject me. <laughs> Yo, Lydia, no thank you, Lydia. Oh, I killed her. She was the first person I got killed in yeah. Skyrim. I got—I I lost her, and I never found her again. You fucking women hater. Yeah, this dude hates women. Yeah, can't believe it. Oh. I can't believe it's not butter. Uh, Lovely. Alright. I guess I'll go next. Yeah, what's you your... You got a quick one? What's yeah, your, your one spooky right urban legend yeah. from our town, JJ? Uh, from our state. But Ooh, a state it's, story. It's a, it's a well-known one, but uh, the, the actual movies, don't watch the movies. They're, they're fucking shit. They don't tell the real story. Um, Annabelle. As we all know, the oh, Annabelle. I thought it was the wood chipper story. The wood chipper story. Yeah, basically, um, uh, I think this was in the seventies. Like some Connecticut husband uh, just got fucking sick of his wife. Gave her a good old bop, right? He's like, oh, oh I did hear about what this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I gonna do with this body, right? So he freezes her body. <laughs> rents out a wood chipper and then in the middle of the night goes on like the side of the road and starts running this wood chipper and feeds her through it and like shoots her into the woods and of course people are like yo what the fuck are you doing at 3am with a wood chipper and where's your wife and he's like oh <laughs> and, and I guess the, apparently the police like pulled chunks of her out of this wood chipper and they're like dude what the fuck are you doing? He's like, I I don't know. I thought it was. Were they as calm as your uh, as your portraying? Like, yeah, it was, dude. It was a very, what the fuck? <laughs> they were we told you. They were like, <laughs> they were like dude, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what man. the fuck? <laughs> Yo, what the and he's like, ah, you got me. Uh, I guess I'm going to jail. <laughs> Oopsie Daisy. All right, oopsie. cool. Um, not that different thing. No, it wasn't that one. Uh, okay. But but the real story of Annabelle is not stupid bullshit where a serial killer goes into this couple's house, kills herself, and then her blood goes into the doll, and then Annabelle is born. That's not what fucking happens. Uh, so, basically, uh, there's these two young college girls, and they move into their new apartment. And um, this is their first time they're moving out of the house. So, uh, one, of, one of the girls gets this doll, a Raggedy Ann doll. Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll. She's not the doll that you see in the movies. Um, her mom gives her that doll as kind of say, oh, you'll still be my uh, little girl, right? So they move into the house, and Annabelle's just sitting there for, you know, however long. So two weeks go by, everything's running smoothly, but uh, the owner of the doll, let's just call her Ashley, Ashley notices that, like, there's slight movements within the doll, which she finds a little weird. Like, nothing drastic, just like kind of a move of a hand, move of a leg that wasn't there before. Okay, nothing to write home about. 
one day after they get home from uh, their shifts, they're both nurses, um, they originally, in the morning when they left, they saw Annabelle was in Ashley's room, right? Well, now Annabelle is in the kitchen, and no one was in the apartment. So they're like, okay, uh, that's a little weird, but you know. That's spooky as fuck. Oh, Jesus, that actually scared me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Annabelle, you fuck. (laughs) Uh, But basically, they're like, alright, nothing to write home about. Uh, Another week passes by, and then all of a sudden, there's a bunch of crayon markings on the wall. When they get back from their shift, they're like, what the fuck? And then Annabelle's there on the living room floor, or in the the in-between kitchen. I guess you could, could call it a living room floor and she just has a note that says help me um the odd thing with that is they don't own a crayon and the paper that was used they don't own or they don't keep in the apartment so they're like okay and typically dolls don't write (laughs) things (laughs) it was literally that was that was their last conclusion (laughs) ronald (laughs) wait a minute they're like all right so we don't have that crayon we definitely don't own those crayons paper paper paper's (laughs) weird you're forgetting the fact that it's a doll. So now they're <laughs> oh yeah, it is where did you get this paper from? <laughs> now they're both in what the fuck mode, right? Yeah. So what do you, what what do you think you would do next? Um, uh, burn it. You call a psychic, of course, or yeah. like a, you burn the fuck, you burn the doll. Well, you would, but um, these bitches decide not to. Um, no, let's call a palm reader. See what's up. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I want to use a Ouija idiot. board. I want to open a portal to the demon oh my world. God. <laughs> <laughs> There's some evil spirits up in here. Let's call a psychic. Right. Holy Get fucking burn, Or I don't know the terminology. The the people that speak to the dead or whatever. You know medium. the crazy old yeah medium. Sorry. I yeah yeah. Uh, so they invite this medium over, and the mediums like doing the whole hand-holding thing and like she's talking to the spirit and then she's like all right i'll tell him so the medium says uh there was this girl named annabelle that used to live there but unfortunately died due of sickness when she was like seven and uh the place where their apartments were used to be where she lived and they just and annabelle just wants to play with ashley and her uh and her roommate uh, because she wants to relive her childhood that she lost. So it's like, you know, with that story, the girls seem sympathetic toward Annabelle. So they're like, yeah, sure. So basically what you have to do with uh, possessions and stuff is if a spirit enters a vessel, you have to give it permission to, like, come into your lives oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like that kind of weird shit. If you see The Conjuring, you kind of get what I mean. Um... So they're like, yeah, you could you could stay in that doll. Fuck it, why not? So, uh, I think about a day or two goes by, and then the doll gets aggressive with its movements. It's like moving, just you know, like just to and from different rooms, making bill. itself comfortable, <laughs> kicking back, popping a cold one, drinking it down, just eating all the snacks <laughs> in the cabinets, just being a real. They kick. get back, and there's like there's like. A whole bottles of boozes and Annabelle's just slumped. On the <laughs> she's like that. She's like that. And then you know they gotta take hey, Annabelle to up, AA, but Annabelle doesn't want to go to AA because she thinks it's for pussies. So you know, that's whole that's whole dilemma. Um, but so continuing on with the story, so 
uh, Ashley, her roommate had a boyfriend, and her boyfriend is like super religious. He's like, that doll is fucking evil. Um, fuck that doll. And um, the roommate's no smart man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck this doll. So he stays fuck over that. one night. <laughs> he stays over right, right. So he comes in and he's like, this doll is fucking evil. By the way, can I crash tonight? <laughs> can I can <laughs> just, I smash? Yeah, let me tonight? just vibe can out we, for can the we night. Smash? Exactly. Fuck. So. So he sleeps on the couch that night, and all of a sudden he gets like, I'm gonna assume it's sleep paralysis because this part is kind of, um, you know, believe it or not believe it kind of thing. But essentially yep. he's sleeping on the couch, and then all of a sudden he feels something crawling on him, and then he keeps like drifting in and out of consciousness until eventually Annabelle gets like right up in his face, and then she Hot. chokes him, and then he passes Ooh, out, play. and then. Um, and then Annabelle has a note in her hand that says, why don't you love me? And it's like, oh boy. Oh, oh, ha. This is getting into some freaky deeps. So just real quick. Uh-huh. So I've heard this story through the unsolved BuzzFeed video. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm obviously going to let you continue. But that's sco- that's, I listened to this story when I was working at uh, my movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I typically did a bunch, I, I typically cleaned theaters by myself. Right. Um, so, like a sadistic fuck, I'd listen to horror stuff as I'm working by myself. In a dark-ass theater. Just to get that fear bonus. Yeah. So, it did also help that Annabelle was playing in theaters at the time when I was listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, creepy shit does actually scare the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. So what sucks about having this virtual background is not being able to see what's to happening see what's behind, behind me. <laughs> so like, if you've noticed, I've like gone like this. Yeah, just yeah, for yeah, a yeah, second. I, I noticed times. you just like panic. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, you just shit. <laughs> so oh, Jesus Christ! So I just want to say, I fucking hate Annabelle. That Did you take the hat off because you thought it was tickling the back of your neck? No, I took the hat off because I needed to hear what was happening behind me. Because I kept hearing things like my door. I, I don't know what it was. No, I, so I, I, I feel got that on scared. a spiritual level. Um. Um. So yeah, but, like so, even while researching the Watcher, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't listen to it without like my brother in the room, or I'd freak out. <laughs> like. I was Just so you know, myself. whatever noise it's making in the background is definitely your brother or something like that. Yeah, yeah, right. It okay. probably is. I got you. All right. Um, so let's let's quickly wrap up Annabelle. Sure. And, uh, so basically, they invite a priest over, and the priest invites the Warrens, aka the people from the Conjuring, and the Warrens, um, you know, the mom and dad in um, in the Conjuring, like the yeah. two. Yeah. Um, paranormal investigators yeah. um they're just like yo this thing is fucking evil first off <laughs> annabelle doesn't fucking exist because this was an empty lot like nothing was here before so uh that so i don't know what the fuck is in that so they're like we're just gonna take we're gonna just take this evil doll and put it in a glass door and then no one's gonna touch it so that's why in the anna or in the Conjuring movies and stuff, Annabelle's always in like a glass case because demons are 
impervious to, to glass <laughs> glass containers. <laughs> ah, my one weakness. <laughs> glass. Uh, the around, found out. <laughs> I can move around the house whenever I want, draw with crayons, take up paper, but I the minute you put a little door on it, objects. <laughs> I will like, say... What so makes... birds and demons have the same yeah. weakness? Just panes <laughs> of glass? <laughs> yes, yes. What makes the what makes Annabelle like fucking what makes it all scary, mm-hmm. at least for me, is the fact that we can visit that house. It's like twenty minutes away. Oh yeah, that's why it, it, it's like local. It's like you know, the biggest urban legend is like a lot of a lot of urban legends and ghost stories are in Connecticut. Connecticut is haunted as fuck, if you look at yeah, it. Yeah. You know, we suck because we're the most. We're one of the richest states in the. Uh, it's all the that U.S. In, it's all that imperial. Yeah. It's uh, um, capitalism. But just one side story. So yeah, uh, you could like Peter said, you could visit the doll and visit all the artifacts the Warren ha- the Warrens have uh, collected, and basically, uh, this couple were riding on a motorcycle or whatever. They come and visit, and they're just fucking with everything, and like. Mr. Warren's like, hey, don't fuck with shit, don't fuck with shit. They're like, uh, whatever, fuck you. So the guy goes in toward the Annabelle glass and he starts banging on it like this, like, like, oh, oh, scratch me, bitch, scratch me. Um, and, uh, and nothing happens, um, because Mr. Warren is like, hey, get the fuck out. So they get the fuck out, they get on their bike, and then immediately the dude loses control of his motorcycle heads straight into a tree he dies the girl lives she's hospitalized for like a year and she said she was make. they were both making fun of the doll while uh, they were riding the motorcycle and then all of a sudden that's when the dude lost control of his uh, steering so didn't his head come off didn't he get decapitated uh I don't remember <laughs> Randall your face I just heard that like- his head smashed into a tree but, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. So, basically what I'm hearing is some people came into a paranoid, paranormal museum, probably drunk, fucked with the stuff, and then drunk drove their motorcycle and crashed it. Yes. No, it was, was Anna... R- Randy, it was Annabelle. It please, was the ghost. Please, Randy, if you die, if you die, that's on you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Believe the, the in whole, Annabelle. The whole legend is that if you, if you even talk ill about Annabelle, that she'll somehow affect you i mean i you know uh, the story is like it leads up a lot into interpretation like did the guy just scream that annabelle was climbing on him or like yeah because you know, how could a that doll a choke you out yeah exactly but like that but like yeah, it's that's fucking that's fluffy annabelle. like how does it do it but jj hands genuinely hands. you scared the shit out of me thank you um, no problem. I'm not going to sleep I'm tonight just, either because I did I'm, research on spooky stories and I, I knew the story about Annabelle but I had forgotten it. Now I re- remembered it so I might not be showing up to work in the morning. I am uh, a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you JJ for joining us on our Halloween special. Absolutely. Randall, thank you as always for being an excellent host. Thank I am thankful continue, for being an amazing co-host. We're going to be continuing this Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to be continuing this on the spooky (laughs) podcast for JJ, Sinister Sheep, Sheep and Friends podcast. Before we do, we're going to plug our stuff on screen throughout the entire podcast. You'll see all of you'll see my social, Randall's social, and of course, JJ's social when he gives it to me, and I'll put it on screen. 
Uh, pretty much that's all my plug is. Of course, watch We Sell Dirt. Share it with some friends. Please recommend us to people like, you subscribe. Like, subscribe, 50,000 likes on this video. Please, Randall, please go ahead and promote yourself. Uh, I do stand-up comedy, so if you're interested in that, check out uh, CC, uh, CC Stand-Up Club on Instagram. Uh, look for the Red Platypus. Uh, and CC underscore stand on Twitter. Uh, I have a couple of open mics coming up. Uh, one of them is going to be November 6th, and the other one, I believe, is November 17th. Uh, but check in on the socials for dates and information on that. Um, again, go back, listen to the, the previous episodes, We Sell Dirt, uh, and then follow us over onto the Sheep and Friends uh, podcast for part two. And of course, JJ, we haven't been promoting it enough. Please tell us, what do you do, JJ? What do I do? Yes. Well, on, on my YouTube channel has just become basically me uploading podcasts uh two of which peter is in uh one is the sheep of friends which is basically an xbox live party yeah. um <laughs> just <laughs> just constantly talking to each other over each other shit talking it's a good time if you want a good laugh um and then uh the second one is sheep and weaves where basically it's the same thing but we exclusively just talk about anime and uh peter is constantly right about his opinions and leon is constantly wrong um, you know what? Can we put that as a tag under that, by the way? Yes, I, I just want that on there. Uh, 100%. For factual, uh, it's a factual statement as well. So I haven't been producing a lot of videos, but I am planning to produce a kind of retrospective on all the Gorillaz albums. Uh, Gorillaz is one of my favorite bands, so I want to review each album. I'm not a huge music nerd, but I really do love Gorillaz, so I'm going to be... You're yeah. just a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. I'm just <laughs> just a regular dork. Uh, so I'm going to be reviewing each album. I bought a green screen and everything. I got that change. I got that change. But yeah, so that's that's my shit. All right. All Bye. right. Once again, thank you, JJ, for joining us. And thank you, audience, for listening and watching at home. We hope you have a great Halloween night tomorrow. And we will see you on the next video. Thank you all for watching and listening. And God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs>